Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Sincerely Shatasia, back at it again with another one. I hope y'all have been doing well. Um, I was trying to be more consistent with posting these podcasts. So excuse me for my tardiness. Um, life has been hectic with a new baby on the way, but um, God is faithful and we still want to continue to shed light on the kingdom of darkness and grow individually in our walk and journey and relationship with Christ. So today I want to discuss how we can identify trust issues and really um, growing stronger in our trust because some people feel though that they don't have enough faith because you know they're not seeing the fruition of you know what God is doing in their life but it's not a faith issue it's simply just trust issues so that's what we're going to talk about in this episode so stay tuned plug in your airpods your headphones turn up your volume because this episode we're going to discuss some real things and help you deal with those trust issues Identifying trust issues is something that you ever feel like it's impossible to simply just trust God. Like trusting God is simply just not what's happening for me. I can't do it. It's impossible. He just ain't hearing me out. You know, if you ever had those feelings or if you ain't bold enough to confess those feelings, I'll be bold enough for the both of us to say that I can admit that I have struggled with trusting the Lord in a few areas in my life throughout my walk with Christ. And sometimes I still do. So it's a, a thing that we constantly are growing. The more we grow our faith, the more we grow our knowledge of God, He's going to continue to test us on different levels. And that testing requires a different level of trust. It's not always going to be the same. You know, it's easier said than done. But what I have learned, in order to trust God, we must remain intimate with Him. How can we trust someone that we don't spend quality time with? Sometimes it's not about the quantity, but the quality of time. People who have spent time with God didn't always spend hours upon hours in His presence. Sometimes you can take 15 minutes and get the most out of that 15 minutes compared to someone who has spent hours in his presence and still has no fruit not saying that you can spend hours and still bear fruit but i'm just using it as an example that it doesn't matter how much time you spend with him he wants quality over quantity so to trust someone you want to spend quality time just like you would with your significant other your husband your wife your children your family your friends that's something that we as humans you know, cherish and God does too because we are made in his image, his likeness. So therefore we're going to take on his characteristics. Now, when we look at what is trust, to get a better understanding, you know, with the Bible, you know, 
expresses trust is and how we can really align our trust in a godly fashionable way is where you place your confidence you know how bold you are about something or someone how secure you're in it it's reliable you feel safe and be careless around you know that person or or thing so you know in order for us to walk by faith and not by sight it requires trust in the Lord so diving deep into the word and just really um, dissecting a few things is how we can identify, you know, what areas we may struggle with trusting God and allowing him to come into those areas. Psalms 37 talks about how we are to place confidence in the Lord and do good. When it talks about placing our confidence in the Lord and doing good, what it simply is talking about is what's pleasing to the Lord, not people. Because if you take a look around, especially today, how our world is, especially America, you know, we see that what's pleasing to the Lord, just with this, for example, the whole overturning Roe versus Wade, that's pleasing to the Lord because now innocent lives are not going to be murdered at a fast rate like they were in the last 50 years. That's pleasing to the Lord. And as you see, there's people who are not pleased by that. So placing your confidence and doing good is agreeing to bills that are going to help humanity and not hurt it. You know, when we do that, we we allow ourselves to be established in the land, which means our nation, our you know, the earth. You know, we can shift things in where God had originally intended it for to go versus following our sinful nature and drifting away and doing what Satan wants, following Satan's agenda. You know, so when we be when we're associated with you know the Lord's faithfulness, it simply means that we are describing our faithfulness as fidelity. Even the Hebrew word for faithfulness talks about fidelity, which means you become faithful to a person, cause, belief, demonstrated by continually having loyalty and support. So faithfulness in the Hebrew describes as fidelity. And in order for you to be faithful, you have to have a continuous loyalty and support by that person you are faithful with. It's like a husband, husband and wife. They are faithful to each other. They're faithful to to the vows that they made. They're faithful for the commitment that they made under God. They're faithful to their family. You know, so they're faithful to one another. That's the fidelity of it. Just like God wants us to be faithful to him. You know, he describes Jesus as the groom bride and his church as the bride, meaning all the believers. So we have to be faithful to Christ even when culture doesn't like it, even when it goes against the grain of what everyone else is doing. So to trust God and Jesus on that type of level, it really requires faithfulness. Now, this verse, I know we all know, not even if you ain't even a Christian, a believer, you never read the Bible, I'm sure you've seen this verse all up and down, get down there. Proverbs 3, 5, where it talks about 
trusting in the Lord with all our heart and do not lean to our own understanding. How many times have you relied on your own understanding and gave your trust to the wrong person just for them to betray you? I know I have done that multiple times. I am unashamed and unapologetic about the things that God had to bring me through out of just me being disobedient and needless to say, hard-headed. So I have trusted people. I have trusted things that simply did not um, work out for me. And when you think of times where you have trusted someone and you were careless around them, not saying that you were reckless or had a destructive manner, but you trusted them enough to let your guard down when they were in your presence. King Solomon wrote the Proverb 3, 5 to mention that trusting in the Lord with all your heart takes a lot. The Hebrew word for heart has multiple meanings, such as the inner man, which is our inner being, our soul, comprehending mind and affections and will. So to trust someone with all your heart, with your soul, with your comprehending mind, with your affections and your will is something that you really, really have to be intimate with that person. You have to um, spend quality time because you just ain't going to be out here, you know, trusting people with your whole being if you don't know who they are, if you don't spend quality time with them, if you don't trust them on the level that they want what's best for you and not because they're getting the benefit out of it because they simply love you. So it goes deep. Trust is deeper than what we think in a shallow aspect from the worldly ways and culture. You know, in Micah 7, it talks about how we should not believe in or place our faith or place confidence in an intimate friend, neighbor, fellow, citizen, or governor. Protecting what comes out of our mouth will help us um, guard what is within us. Not saying that you cannot trust, but we should not place all our trust in these people because the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things. Who can understand it? So to trust someone with all your heart, to trust your neighbor, trust your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband with all your heart, your president, your leader, your um, neighbor, whoever, you know, you have to be very mindful that people come in your life for reasons and seasons. There's times where you can trust people, especially if you're going through something that is very detrimental or you're going through any type of life circumstances or just, you know, health issues or anything like that. You know, God will send people, but also the devil will send people too. So you really have to be connected to the source, which is the Lord, and to know who to trust with because you cannot place your trust and faith in people, especially if they're not God's. The Bible tells us that a fool will vent their feelings, but a wise person will hold them back. You can't trust everyone with your true feelings. That's why God wants us to go to him. In Mark 10, Jesus even explains how hard it is for those to trust and place their confidence and security and money and enter into the kingdom of God, which is heaven. Whenever we place our confidence in money, 
We make it difficult to rely on the Lord, to supply all our needs, and to be to be our support system in times of financial hardships or with life circumstances or situations. Jesus understood that trusting is not always the easiest thing to do. It's not easy to trust the Lord with everything when the world looks chaotic, when your feelings are fragile, especially when you're still wounded from your past trauma or even current situations or circumstances. Our wounds can distort our definition of trust. Once we reach a place in our lives where we desperately want to rely on God, it helps us love other people in a healthy way through the power of the Holy Spirit. Not our own will, power, or human strength, or intellect, or emotions. Notice I said love people, not trust them. God calls us to love everyone, even our enemies, but we are not supposed to trust everyone. He did not say trust everyone with all your heart. Trust is one of the kingdom keys in order to have a fruitful, faithful, and flourishing relationship with God. If we don't have a solid foundation with Jesus and trusting in him with being transparent with our true feelings, we rob ourselves from experiencing his guidance and healing for our body, soul, and spirit. One of the most dangerous things to do is to to remain in denial and living in deception and depression because we won't be real with the Lord about how we truly feel, which is everything the devil wants. As you refer to John 10, 10, he tells us the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants you to be in denial. He wants you to not have the relationship with God. Um, that you need in order for you to develop that intimacy, in order for you to grow your trust, in order for you to place your faith in him no matter what you see, to walk by faith and not by sight. So let's break this down because your inner being is everything that makes you up, which includes your will, your mind, your emotions, which is your soul. That's everything the soul is. The soul is the deepest thing that we can trust someone with and trusting anyone on this level requires a step of trust and faith. I see people say, oh, that's my soulmate. I trust them with all my soul. You got this one song. I don't even know who to go sing it, but she's like, oh, I snatched his soul. Be careful because your soul is nothing to play with. The devil aims for your soul. He don't care about your body. He wants your soul to be an eternal hell with him. So trusting people can also lead you down a destructive path to hell. Because if you are not trusting in the Lord with all your heart, which is a part of your soul, because your soul has your emotions, your mind and your will, you will be in a very dangerous spot. So believe me when I say that trusting God with your soul is the deepest connection that grows over time. It's not this microwave, quick fix, drive through, one stop, shop, get it all. When you have a relationship with Jesus, you become stronger. You endure trials and go through, grow through, excuse me, go through tests that will develop your faith, that will um, produce patience. So something that you have to constantly remember is trusting the Lord with your mind involves renewing your thoughts and your thinking patterns. If you're listening to evil thoughts, 
negative thoughts from the enemy or just from agents of the enemy, because you know they out there too, it's causing you to doubt Jesus. It's causing you to make you feel anxious about your present situation and or future. You know, this means you are not trusting in the Lord with all your heart, but you're thinking on just your intellect. Positive and negative emotions God can handle. He can handle how you truly feel. You never want to use God's name in vain and be disrespectful when you're expressing those negative emotions. But you also want to be transparent. A godly mind also takes time to create trusting thoughts and purposely thinking on them, which requires us to meditate on his word. Trust in the Lord with your affections. When you are affectionate, you show emotional and physical expressions of love and fondness for that person. The Lord wants us to be affectionate with him. He wants us to love him. He wants us to go to him first before we go to any man or woman. Jesus gave his life for us, which is the greatest way to express any affection. The Bible says, um, no greater love than a then no greater love is it for a man to lay down his life for his brother or friend or depending on the translation so like just paraphrasing but that's what the bible says that's the greatest way to express love to greatest way to express any type of affection and for someone to lay their life down not saying you're gonna be out here asking like you're gonna die for me i mean there might be some people who really would take it if it came to a life or death situation they would jump into the bullet for you and if they are that way then you know that god has sent them because people who is being used by the enemy ain't gonna do that they're gonna push you in a way so you know you can be very mindful about that you know i'm laughing because you know it's, it's serious it's like it's 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 true because people will really portray that they love you and they care for you and that you can trust them meanwhile it's not that you know so we must be willing to allow God to step into that place where we can trust him more than ourselves more than others trust the Lord with your will when we think of our will sometimes we think of free will or willpower your will is your personal desire to do something and it can be frustrating and also destructive to pursue something or someone that God didn't approve for your for his will for your life. Our will is not God's will because his will is perfect and our will is imperfect. Our will consumes of where we are currently at and where we want to see ourselves in the future. However, God will take our past, our present, and our future and work it all together so perfectly that you'll look back over your life and see how flawless his plan really was. and really is. It's perfect to the T. Even Romans 8.28, God says, I will work. I will take the good and the bad and work it all together for those who love and are called according to his will. So... These are things that can help you really dissect, identifying your trust issues. What are you struggling with trusting God? Are you struggling trusting God with your money? Are you struggling trusting God um, with your love life, with your friendships, with your family, you know, with your career, whatever it may be? 
you know, you have to renew your thoughts and say, hey, how can I open up my heart and allow God to come in to where I can trust him? Where am I lacking? You know, maybe it's the love for God. Because it's hard for you to trust someone that you don't love. It's hard for you to trust someone that you don't know. So you may have to develop more prayer time. Read your word more. These things I have noticed worked for me and also worked for other people who struggle with trusting people. The more you connect to God, you're able to trust him more and to know that he will not bring anyone in your path, especially if you're obedient and in his will to hurt you. That's nothing but the enemy. So if anyone thinks that God sends people in your way, in your life to destroy you, that's a lie from the enemy. We send that right back to hell in the name of Jesus. So you have to be very, very mindful that yes, God can allow things to go bad if you are um, if you're rebellious or if you're being disobedient, if you're not doing what he wants and requires you to do just to stay intimate because the spiritual warfare is real. The enemy is after your heart. He's after your mind. He's after your soul. So in order for you to stay connected to the vine, you have to have that intimacy. You have to have that quality time. You have to trust in him with your whole heart. So I hope this helps. Um, you know, and just be out there on a swivel because you know that Satan's out there moving. And the more we continue to dive deep in our words, the harder the attacks are going to be. But as you know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So have trust and love everyone. Stay tuned for next episode. I'm not sure when I want to be posting it, but... It will be coming out soon. God bless. Deuces.